They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. These words of Mary Magdalene, I think, encapsulate a lot of our lives. We have this great love for God, or at least we have some kind of an understanding that he's there until it feels like he isn't. And we might be in between doubt and belief, right on that fence, a lot. Where, where we want to be devoted to God, but then when he's so silent or is acting so slowly, we assume he must have been taken away. We, we don't see maybe his silent action of what occurred on Holy Saturday. Because obviously we're here on Easter Sunday, and we think it's great. The Lord is risen. But maybe in our day-to-day, we're more in that first impulse of Mary Magdalene. Where instead of saying, he's definitely risen, she says, I I don't know where he is. That's, I think, part of our human condition. Is that we have this impatience with the Lord. And where we might have some frustration with him as well. Because he doesn't do things as we would like. What's beautiful is that on Holy Saturday, when it seems like the Lord was doing nothing, do you know what he was actually doing? On that night of, or on that day of Holy Saturday, he was descending into the depths. Because in his life of teaching and preaching and healing and suffering and dying on the cross... He was redeeming everybody. Those who lived at that time, those who would someday live, but then also those who came before. Very often we think how unjust, how mean, how unfair, how cruel that Jesus saved those who saw him. That we could hear about him after the fact. But what about the good people who lived before? Holy Saturday was when Jesus went down to, from the underworld, bring up all of the just who lived before. To go back to Adam and Eve and to say to them, the first parents of humanity, rise, awake, come from that place to which you were never destined, and instead go to where you have your eternal inheritance. Now why is that important for us? That when it seemed like Jesus was just dead, even though he experienced death in his humanity, in his divinity, he was going down to the very depths of human experience. It matters for us tremendously because in those moments when it seems like God is inactive, asleep, maybe dead or uncaring, that might be when he is going into the depths of who we are, in wanting to redeem us there. Too often we think the only thing God is concerned with are our successes. And those might be so few and far between that we feel we have nothing to present to God. But He doesn't want just our successes. He wants our doubts. He wants our pains. He wants our failures. He wants to be able to go down into the depths to redeem those places that we maybe have considered off-limits to ourselves and to Him. Maybe because of the pain that we feel, 
whenever we think about something that happened or something that's happening. Maybe about the frustration we might have with him at this very moment. And so we don't even want to show him that frustrated part of our heart. Maybe it's shame because we've had a sin that we have been struggling with for years, if not decades. And we think I can't let him into those depths. There's no depth of who you are that the Lord will not reach into. Because he went all the way down to the underworld to be able to reconcile to himself those who died. And so wherever you have a part of yourself that is maybe in a living death, and that's the best thing that I can call when we allow a part of our hearts to be captured by resentment. Because sometimes we have that in our families. There might be somebody that we love so much and we try to care for them, but they seem so ungrateful that after a while, what started off as love becomes this resentment. That's the part of your heart the Lord wants to raise to new life, to renew in His mercy. You see, today is not just about Jesus being brought to full life. It's about how He wants to bring us to full life. He didn't rise just so that we can see how great He is risen in His glory. He rose so that every part of us can be brought back to full life. But it will only do so if we give it to Him. Friends, the joy of Easter is meant to penetrate every single part of our lives. It will only do so if we give God permission to access every single part of our lives. And in order to do that, sometimes what we need to do away with is a victim mentality. You notice what Mary Magdalene said. She said, they have taken him from me. And that's natural in her situation. I'm not trying to fault her. She's the apostle to the apostles, one of the greatest saints the church has ever seen. But that attitude of, they have taken away my blank. That's what the Lord wants to heal in us. It might be joy, right? The church tells us today, rejoice and be glad, for today is made by the Lord. And we might say, I can't rejoice, because look at who's in charge of my country or of my state. I can't rejoice, because look at my family, there's just so much chaos. I can't rejoice because my health, it's just, it's not all that great. And we might say, they have taken my joy, or they have taken my peace, or they have taken my Jesus. Because it might be that this is our first time at a church for a while. It may be that something happened that made church difficult. Maybe a priest that didn't have the time or the understanding at that moment. And at that moment, we said, nope, I'm done with this. Or maybe it was somebody who came to church a lot, said all the right words, had this pious coding on everything that they did, but they didn't have an ounce of charity in their hearts. And maybe seeing that distance between what they said and who they were, we thought, I'm done with this. And maybe we've allowed them to take our Jesus from us. But today is the day that we reclaim our faith, reclaim our joy, reclaim our peace, reclaim our Jesus. And we recognize that no power on earth can take him from us. 
Because no power on earth is stronger than his love. We can only ever forfeit our joy, forfeit our peace, forfeit our Jesus. But in the power of his glory, risen, triumphant over death, we can reclaim it. We can say, you know what, those parts of my heart that are the depths of my suffering, I give those to you, Jesus, because I know that that's where you want to enter. So that you can breathe new life into me, you whose lungs, after having been deprived of breath, were then filled with the very Spirit of God when you rose again in glory. I feel depleted. I feel like I have no strength in me. Fill me, Lord, with your spirit so that I may come to not just this life that I've been living, but an even more glorious life that is life in you. That is what he has for us on this Easter Sunday. And that is what he allows us to carry into our lives of living out this faith day by day by day.